Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Kerrigan Smallman and Jeremy Rutherford joins us in studio today to talk blues hockey. Good morning. How you doing? What brings you in? Good morning. Doing well. You know, I've uh, been up since 6 o'clock. we got this group of guys that goes running in Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I went for, a, I don't know, about six miles. Drove along. Yeah, Casual. we beat the rain. We beat the rain. Yeah, so uh, just figured I'd stop by. You've already so, been up for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three hours, got my cup of coffee, and we're ready to go. There you go. Good to hear. Oh. So are you, uh, and it's amazing how polarizing and how emotional the idea of a jersey sponsor patch is. And I, I know you got a lot of responses on your athletic piece. Are you thumbs up, thumbs down, or don't care? Here's my thing. And, yeah, I did see. As soon as I posted that, by the way, like you could post that, uh, you know, Tarasenko's been traded, and it might take 10 seconds to get a reply mm-hmm. on Twitter. As soon as I posted the jersey thing, Stiefel's going to be the sponsor on the front of the jersey, it was like immediate reaction. And, you know, there are some people who uh, who don't like it, obviously. Here's where I stand. This is 2022. Pro sports teams need to make money. It's a business. The sweater is sacred. Mm-hmm. I get it. Do you want to look at the sweater and see something on the front of it? Probably not, right? But there are people, you know, Chris Zimmerman, you know, Steve Chapman, all those guys down there, they need to figure out a way to keep this business afloat. And this is a way to do it. So, you know, I sit there. Do, do people tell me how to run my finances and make my family work and things like that. Yeah, it's different. You know, the fans have a part in the uh, in the team, but they have to do what they have to do to, to make money and pay the bills. So I, I don't care. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Who, 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 by the way, who does the helmets? Just out of curiosity. Well, it, it was Stiefel and Enterprise uh, home for Stiefel away for Enterprise, but uh, Stiefel won't be on the helmet anymore, uh, just on the sweater. Okay. Don't you think it's one of those things, too, that five years from now we won't even – it wouldn't even be an issue because notice. we'll be so used to it. You're right. The only thing is, and I talked to Chris Zimmerman about this, is I said, you know, there's one next year. Is there going to be five yeah. in a couple of years? And he said, I don't have a crystal ball, but I don't think so. Right. You don't want it to be cluttered. Well, speaking of running a business, Doug Armstrong runs a business better than anybody. And heading into this season with Vladimir Tarasenko reportedly not wanting to be here, a lot of us didn't really know how that was going to play out this year. But Army stuck with Vladdy, didn't find the right option to move him. And he came back and it's been a great season for Vladimir Tarasenko. And I loved in your Q&A, JR, at The Athletic, where you were asked about Tarasenko and you described the godfather role that Vladimir Tarasenko has sort of taken on this year. And 
I think that just, I want you to explain it, but I, th- I think that really speaks a lot to who Vladdy is, that after all of that, this is the type of role that he absorbed this year. Yeah, it really is. And I'll be a scene setter here. Uh, the Blues were just in Arizona, and I happened to be staying at the same hotel as the team this time. And there's this courtyard area at the Renaissance in Arizona, and it's just beautiful. I mean, you got the you got the grass, you got the palm trees, you got the, the chairs, the furniture, all that stuff. And who walks out in the in the afternoon is Tarasenko, Buchnevich, and Barbashev. And they sit out in the courtyard area. And at that point, I hadn't interviewed Doug Armstrong yet, and he hadn't, he hadn't said the godfather role for mm-hmm. Vladimir Tarasenko. But that's what it looked like. It really yeah. did. Like sitting around the patio f- furniture, <laughs> you have Vladdy walking out. And you guys, you see him sometimes uh, in the games. He's just got the hair just all over the place, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, So he's sitting there like in his white T-shirt with the hair all <laughs> over the place with Buchnevich and Barbashev mm-hmm. next to him. I think it's been good for Vladdy. It's been good for the team. He really feels like uh, he's got some good buddies. Did he have like a quarter of an orange in his mouth? <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> but it's odd that we're talking about this because uh, where were we? Where Tony Soprano's son was there. The oh, other yeah. Day. oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I saw yeah, that picture. Gandolfini's son. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, a lot of questions about tonight. Number one, if the Blues win and the Wild lose, the Blues would have home ice. You talk to a lot more players than we do. We talk to Peron. Peron says, no big deal. We, we might even prefer to start on the road. What does the general populace of the, the room think? Yeah, the opposite of David Peron. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, if they got to start on the road, that's fine. What That was their first road regulation loss in forever you know, yeah. in Colorado. Uh, they were... What nine zero and one going into that game on the road? So they've played really good hockey on the road. I think they could, you know, go to Minnesota and, and be fine. Um, I just know it's, it's you know it's the playoffs. It's going to be a hostile environment. But I think with Minnesota, and I think I said this to you, Randy, is uh, you know Billy Guerin's really turned that team around. They've got a great team. A couple years ago, maybe that wasn't the case. This Minnesota fan base is they're ready for it, mm-hmm. and so I, I think it's going to be really tough. And then also with the way the Blues have had Minnesota's number. The past, what, 13, 14 games? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when you see that, you start to think, ah, you know, is that going to be different, you know, come playoffs? And I wonder if there's a method to the madness of the Blues not seeing Flurry in a wild sweater yet. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, those last couple games, Cam Talbot, and, you know, you, you gave up big leads, uh, at least the one game, Minnesota did the other, and you won both of them in overtime. So, you know, home, away, I think it's going to be a seven-game series regardless, uh, but uh, so I don't have to pack a suitcase Sunday. <laughs> I would prefer that uh, things would work out tonight. Fair yeah, enough. do it for JR. Can Come I be on. selfish? Yeah, of course, <laughs> always. Um, well, let's stick with the goalies. So prior to the loss uh, at Colorado, that 5-3 to three loss, prior to that, Jordan Bennington had been between the pipes for five victories. And at times during that game, it looked like some of the problematic things that we had seen from Jordan Bennington earlier in the season. But as we head into the playoffs, if Jordan Bennington is called upon, where's your confidence level with number 50? Yeah, no, I think better after after seeing those five games, but I, you know, I said it, I thought that in the Colorado game, you saw some of those things that you saw prior to the five games, right? The sliding around, the out of position, just a little bit disoriented. And, you know, a couple shots from outside, you know, Craig Bruby was wishing the Blues would have got some sticks on those shots to prevent them, help Jordan Bennington and that. But I just felt watching them. Colorado's a good team, obviously. It was a tough game. Uh, they had lost four in a row. They were really humming. But I felt like Jordan Bennington looked like the guy pre-five victory. So where's the confidence level? You know, if Billy Huso gets pulled, that means the Blues aren't playing well, right? So you got a you got a Blues team not playing well, and then you put a guy in there who you know you got questions about. You know, on a ten scale, a six maybe. Yeah. All right, a couple more. Number one of the guys that weren't here in 2019, who are you most intrigued about seeing in the playoffs? 
Uh, let's see here. So Robert Thomas. For me, it's Vucinavich. Yeah, Vucinavich, right. I was trying to go through my uh, head here. Um, I, I think it has to be. I mean, a 30-goal scorer. Craig Bruby mm-hmm. called it, right? He said, I think this guy can be a 30-goal scorer. Yeah. And, you know, I think that line's going to be... Uh, continue to play well, and uh, they're going to go up against a tough line, that grief line in Minnesota, right, with Eric Sinek. Yeah. Uh, they are really good defensively, and that's an aspect of starting on the road, you know. So you go up to Minnesota, and Evison, Coach Evison, and Minnesota's going to get that matchup, that last change, and he's going to put the grief line out against uh, Thomas, so they're going to have to rise above that. But that's a good call there. And 72, by the way. That's what I was going to say. That yeah. was my pick. Has he been terrific He's been so what? great this year, and we forget that he wasn't here that year because the pandemic has shifted everyone's timelines, but he's been so great. This year, and I think he's going to be awesome in the playoffs. Justin Falk. Yeah, it's a good call too. Uh, so when I had that one-on-one with uh, Army a couple days ago, I asked him point blank, "Is he underrated? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just doesn't seem like people talk about him enough around the league for everything he, he does. Uh, you know, it's cliche, but you watch Justin Falk, just a great stick. Like how, he breaks up everything, everything coming his way, uh, he's able to somehow sniff it out. And then, what do you think of? whatever Colorado has to do, and nothing has been finalized yet, but I would love to ha- see Colorado get a little bit beat up in the first you round. You would? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we all would, right? Yeah. But the, the, who would you like to see him play? Yeah, no. Um, and right by the way, if it started today, it'd be Dallas. Yeah, it'd be Dallas. Dallas, you know, has, uh, I thought they were going to be out of it like a month ago, but they figured out a way to get into it. Um, the tough thing is you, you probably say, Nashville, but now Nashville's without Soros. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be a tough series for them. So, I don't know. That one's kind of a pick em. And And honestly, if if they get they get Rantan back, you know, they're going to get Landeskog back when the playoffs start game one. How is he going to be with the knee injury coming mm-hmm. off the, the, the surgery? Um, I just think Colorado's going to take care of whoever they play. I think they are too. And in the East, listen to these matchups right now as we speak. And I think it's going to, yeah, it's going to wind up being this way. So, you've got Florida against Washington. Really compelling series. You've got Carolina against Boston. Really compelling series. You've got Toronto and Tampa Bay, <laughs> which is a really, really, really compelling series. And the Rangers and the Penguins. Yeah, I mean, every single series in the East is a great matchup. Really compelling, and I think there's three of those where either team could win. I think, though, some of those teams, you know, you think of Washington, you think, you know, Washington, they're capable. Uh, but they've had their struggles here lately, too. And Ovi's hurt, right? Yeah, and he's got the upper body injury. You know, to me, out of that group, I think they're all pretty even except for Florida. You know, Florida just so dominant. So you'd expect Florida to come out of the East. But talking about beating each other up, I think you're going to see a lot of that with those series. I would think so. Hey, you have a great weekend. We're at the rink tonight. Should we come up and uh, visit for Jay? For sure, for yeah, sure. So I'll come down and see you guys. You don't. We're going to gonna be uh, moving back and forth between clients and. Oh, so, I gotcha. Yeah, but w- maybe we'll bring you to a booth so a that you can. Little glad handing. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we, we want to do. That's awesome. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That's our buddy Jeremy Rutherford. He's our Blues Insider from the Athletic, and joining us here in studio on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. 
and in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.